This is Keyshawn Rains, the host of Working Title with Keyshawn Rains, where amazing things happen. A series of past the collection plate style conversations with a Creole, queer, femme, yogi, mom, coach, author, and of course, podcast host with a nomadic soul, a quirky sense of humor, and an activator of empowerment. These conversations are just a chance for me to speak on ways to be mindful in a mindless world. Stories are shared, folks are empowered, inspired, and impacted to be more phenomenal versions of themselves through simple conversations about complex like love, life, and the pursuit of being real. Thanks for listening. So what makes these episodes unique is that they were recorded at the height of the quarantine. And years from now, we'll look back and be like, remember when there was a quarantine? Remember we were locked up in our houses for three or four months and we couldn't go outside because we're afraid of a big old scary virus? Remember that? Remember that? Well, I kept recording the podcast and decided to archive these episodes for later when the quarantine was over, which I think is now. So keep in mind, some of these might be a little wonky. The audio quality might be a little off, but I still think the conversations are valuable and worth listening to. So here is an episode from the Wona Quarantine, also known as COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus, also known as that one time at Bandcamp when we weren't allowed to go outside for half of the year. Enjoy. So yay, welcome. Well, I just want to say um, d- hello for starters, and thank you for saying <laughs> yes to my invitation. I started this podcast a couple years ago in the front seat of my car and was just like led to do something like this. I love talking to people, I love interviewing people, I love getting to know people. I started just reaching out to people that I saw on Instagram that mm-hmm. have either content that I thought was interesting or just like an overall presence that made me want to kind of get to know them better. And you fell into that category. So I'm so grateful that you were available and willing to just like say yes to a total stranger. So thank you. For that. I'm actually, I'm actually really good at meeting strangers. Um, <laughs> but not yet. Thank you so much. It was so crazy though. Cause I was talking to my friends after being on Tati's uh, live and I was like, Oh can I curse? I'm sorry. Oh, yes. Okay. So before okay. we go on all that, yeah. um, I have to give everybody the same spiel. So this <laughs> is Working Title with Keyshawn Reigns. This is a safe space where you can uh, take up as much or as little space as you like, express yourself <laughs> in whatever language that feels comfortable to you. If you want to break into song, rap, poetry, do whatever you feel, you can, uh, yes, you can use whatever language makes you feel safe and comfortable. Um, this is definitely, this is meant to feel as natural as a conversation as possible, even if it is between two people who have never spoken to each other before. That's totally right. fine. So yeah, go right ahead. So tell you. I story. think that's great though, because it causes for genuine interaction. You it know? does. And, and, I, and I'm a really, I'm a people person. So I love people. I mean, most people don't like people, but I can't say the same <laughs> for me. <laughs> I like people. I think people are so interested. So do I. Um, so do I. So yeah, thank you for having me. I mean, it's great because I do so many different things and I connect with people on different levels. So this is something new for me, like many experiences. So, you know, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. So you were saying after the live with uh, Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. That was on my live, too. Like, I can't believe I told this story. Like, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) 
oh, because I'm like, I'm not really a prude. I'm really, I'm not obnoxious either, but okay. I have a different type of personality. So my friends know me different than maybe the internet knows me or, mm. you know, people who don't know me know me. I'm a little bit more reserved and private. Interesting. So are you a Virgo? Yes, I am. How <laughs> did I know? <laughs> Why did you just read me like that? <laughs> it's what I do. It's a special skill. Um, no, it's legit. Is it kind of is like a special skill, actually? Um, I've always been super interested in astrology, and not just because I'm one of those like, what's your sign? Like out the gate, just to try to read people, but more so as a way to really understand like how people communicate and mm-hmm. you know how they function. And it does serve you know a benefit to me, like in the type of work that I do, to kind of understand the whys behind people's personalities and to know like, yes, where the stars and planets were positioned at the time you were born did have some influence on who you are. <laughs> it's, there's no like if, ands or buts, but, um, but no, I picked up on some key things that you said about, I'm not approved. Um, however, <laughs> well, clearly however I'm not approved. Like- <laughs> I just told the whole world, my, my threesome stories. Like I knew everybody in the room was something. Exactly. <laughs> there's that. And um and Virgos are closeted freaks, so you know there's that. Um, <laughs> this is true. So if you know, no shade, um, whatsoever. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So I want to give you a chance um to kind of take the mic, so to speak, for a second and introduce yourself to my listeners. Um, tell us your name, where you're from, and what you stand for. Wow. Well, that's a loaded question for I know, Virgo. I know, I know. <laughs> so I'm going to try to make it short. No, take, take a, you take, you know, make it short, make take it long, time I need. whatever you All like. Right. Well, um, Kiera is my real name, but everybody calls me KB. Okay. Literally everybody, if you work with me, you call me KB. And my artist name is Caviar Sundays. This will probably be a rare interview where people actually know my real name. So make sure you hold on to this when I blow up. All right. I will. I'll be like, <laughs> but, I heard, you heard it first. Right here. <laughs> yes. But um, I'm from PG County, Maryland, by way of D.C. Um, I attended Howard University, too. So, you know, my my, my college years were, were in D.C. as well. Um, and what do I stand for? I stand for peace and happiness and owning who you are. I love it. Whatever that is. I love you it. Know? But also like with the respect of others. So I think I stand for love. Mm. <laughs> I think that's what I stand for. I stand for love. So I, like um, I mean on the artist now if you ask me what do I do, I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a like I'm like Jane Bond. I can do anything. <laughs> Jack of so, all trades, a little bit, a yes. little bit of everything. No, it's funny that you say that, like asking what you do, because I was listening, I was actually listening to a podcast earlier today, and um, they were kind of talking about how in certain parts of the country, certain cities, certain whatever, that when you're in a social setting and you're meeting new people, a lot of times people ask, of course, your name, and in uh, present times, they might ask what your gender pronouns are or whatever, or they ask what you do. That's always the next thing. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Especially in L.A.? What do you do? Mm. And what I've learned over time, I'm from Los Angeles and by way of Long Beach. And I actually lived in the D.C. area for about two years. And yeah, um, I live in Brooklyn, though. Oh, I live in Brooklyn, okay. New York. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I, mm. I was out there. Um, well, yeah, almost two years. And it was an interesting, you know, experience. But I noticed when I met people in the D.C. area, I got more where are you from versus what do you do? You know, yeah, and we. 
we can everybody's from either all over the place or when you're not from there we know yeah I mean, we can just see it you know <laughs> it so, stands out. yeah oh yeah, yeah very much so i got that a lot like where are you from oh, I'm Cal- oh cali yeah. and then you know people have impressions or perceptions about you kind of based on where you're from and i think what i thought was fun for me was the more i got to know people they're like oh you're not like those other la people and i'm like no i have depths <laughs> i'm not <laughs> just a superficial human being who's trying to get over on people and not to say that everybody from la is like that but you know there's a certain vibe so if you had to describe like a typical person from the dmv area how would you describe them um stylish mm. um stylish i like that yeah a, a go-getter oh. like like a like just like go go our music we just is a good time i mean i would describe people at the crib as go-getters mm. um i could see that i could see that yeah there's a pace you, are you saying are you saying from there or that are there like you mean transplants included you know, you know that's a different culture as well transplants is a whole different culture and i, yeah, I it's a different culture. it's a different culture because i feel like even people who are transplants to la people come to la typically because they want to break into the industry you know, because that's what we're known for, film and television, maybe a little bit of music. And um, I would honestly say that as a as a native, I feel like the people who are transplants actually come with that drive and that go-getter mentality, especially people that are from New York, mm-hmm. that are from the DMV, that are from Chicago, because mm-hmm. they don't come with a sense of entitlement. Whereas people that are from L.A., nine times out of ten, if you're an L.A. native, somebody in your immediate family is already in the industry. So there's not the same level of. Right, right, right. It's kind of makes like, sense. I, I've, I've come to notice that lately, like when I, uh, I meet more people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because it's like, oh, I can call my auntie so-and-so or my cousin so-and-so and they'll get me <laughs> in the door. Whereas people that come from outside the area are like, no, I got to hit the ground running. You know, I came here with a plan, with a vision. I'm very focused. And so I noticed when I was in D.C. that the pace of the city is very different than L.A. So everybody is kind (laughs) of like on the go, like you said. I'm like, oh, my God, did you guys ever slow down? No, nobody's. (laughs) We like to have, but we like to have a good time, though. Yeah. Like we we got the best brunch and the best happy hour. I don't (laughs) care what nobody say. I don't care what nobody say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> except for when it's cold outside and that's- oh yeah when it's cold we like all right um we won't do this again but i mean it still be lit though it does it lit, i was actually kind of surprised still be lit. i was kind of surprised by that i was surprised by the fact that while i was like once the temperature hit about 60 i was like it's too cold to go anywhere Yet parties are still happening, events are still happening, people are out there bundled up with scarves, and I was like, oh, okay, so this is really the culture here. Yeah, that's when I went inside and I came back home. Um, <laughs> it's like, no, it's hard for me to go back to California. It's too much. All right. So, how did you end up leaving? Like, what led you to New York? Like, what led you out of out of DC? Okay, so I graduated from Howard, then I lived in New Orleans for a few years. H U. Right. You know, <laughs> you already know, girl. You already know. Um, <laughs> but um, I, when I lived in New Orleans, I started working for Adidas or like a third party company to Adidas. Mm-hmm. And I was a, a brand ambassador for them, a marketing rep. Mm-hmm. And when I lived in New Orleans, uh, you know, I took this fast language, like you said, like I said, from go getters, we hustlers. Mm-hmm. And I took that down in New Orleans and I made it the most improved store in the nation for the year. 
So they were like, okay, hold on. <laughs> what is this? What is she doing? <laughs> and I, um, at the time I had been with the, um, the company for a couple of years and, you know, it was like mad love with them. So they're like, yo, what do you want to do next? I'm like, I don't know what y'all doing, but I'm moving to New York in July. And this is maybe like January. Mm. So, you know, they blessed me. They wanted to keep me around and I'm really grateful for that. So they moved me out here to New York and really just started working with like a lot of Adidas. I opened up a couple stores that, um, uh, in like Harlem and mm-hmm. the Bronx. So it was pretty cool. Nice. And then I, I stopped doing that cause I didn't want to do that anymore. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to get to New York. Okay. So, uh, I started working in production because I used to work in production in New Orleans as well. And that's when I started acting as well. Nice. Okay. So what, what would you say that you're most passionate about of all the special skills and specializations that you have? What are you most passionate about? Inspiring others. Mm. And how do you like to do that? Mm. I think because I am so multifaceted, I would say it's between rapping and acting, but I think it's just being myself. Okay. Okay. You know, like I really love people genuinely. <laughs> like I told you, I love people. So uh, for me, I think just really like inspiring other people to just be good people, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. kind. Whether whether it's because I'm rapping and you like rap, you know what I'm saying? Or whether mm-hmm. it's because I'm acting because you like acting. Whether it's because I'm writing poetry because you like poetry. Mm. You know, it's not about it's not about appealing to the masses all at one time. Everybody has their own reason why they like you you know right as a person right whoever you meet right so right i think it would right. be that okay okay if you had to choose one thing amidst all the things that you do that you would Ooh, do forever if you forever. had to pick one if you if you had to pick one that you could do it forever every day wake up and be fully in love with it and fully empowered by it what would it be I would say an entertainer, like actor, rapper, okay. and philanthropist. Okay. Like the philanthropy oh. comes in it because I have my own nonprofit. Like you I have do? a nonprofit. Yeah, I have a oh. organization. Tell me about that. Yeah. So it's called the Who for All Foundation. Shout out to my partner. Um, he's actually based in DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started it when we were sophomores at Howard. So it's been a little, it'll be nine years this year. Wow. Um, we, we have, thank you so much. We have an event. It's called Who for Hope. And we raise money for cancer patients and underprivileged, um, disadvantaged health patients and in low-income communities wow. uh, through sporting. So we throw basketball tournaments and, you know, all-star games. We did a who's who. It's just pretty much a highlight to the best players within whatever area that we are um, in. Last year, we did Baltimore. Mm. So, okay. uh so yeah. you really are legit just like a renaissance human who just yes. has various <laughs> skills, talents, abilities, passions. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So tell me about the name, Caviar Sundays. What's what's the root the root of that? Where does that come from? Okay, so um I call myself Caviar because I feel like I'm the best one. I'm on top of things. And you can take that however you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Yeah, so when like she is caviar is like it's like you know what is caviar when you hear that and then what what created the name or what inspired me to like really go with the name mm-hmm. was um i love meek mill okay. he has this line he says fucking famous bitches and they pussy tastes like caviar and i'm like damn that sounds like me <laughs> <laughs> you know like right that's a double entendre within itself right there too for me true, so true, I'm like, okay, true, true. i like it okay so um, that's what gave me caviar. And then Sundays is I was born on a Saturday, 
Mm. Um, but my first rotation, my first 24 around mm. the sun was a Sunday. And mm. I, because I am a Jane of all trades, I'm also athletic. I play ball. I just got finished acting in a movie where I'm hooping uh, yes. with a girl who really be hooping, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can check that out. It's called Walking On. Um, the Instagram is Walking On Official. Okay. So, yeah, that that is uh, in the works, too. So I had those various layers of myself. Oh, man, don't you hate when you lose your train of thought? It happens. It's it's it happens to the best <laughs> of us. It happens to the best of us. That's because your mind is moving faster than your lips can. It's a thing. Right. It's yeah. It happens to the best of us. But I like I'm that rapping. you said that caviar. Oh, Sundays. Why well, my name? Sundays. Is Sundays. There we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah, that was my my first rotation around the sun, and then also sports. So you know, and I'm very holy. I love Jesus Christ, but I'm also into astrology. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just mm-hmm. who I am as a person. I believe mm-hmm. that life is about duality, but right. some people can't even understand. <laughs> I'm not even going to start. But <laughs> no, I was like, and that's another episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole another conversation. It's, it's a good point, though. It's a good yeah, point, so though. I felt yeah. like that was, like, all-encompassing to me, like, caviar Sundays. Like, when I touch shit, like, it becomes gold. Like, when I hop on shit, I used to throw parties back in the day. Them bitches was lit. When I was hosting, it was lit, you know? So nice. I like to look at myself, like... And, a woman who has the, like you said, a Renaissance woman. Right. But I can't be Lady Renaissance because that's my homegirl, Alar. She a DJ. Shout outs to her. Okay. <laughs> You're like, I can't take that now. Right, 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 right. No, but I like, I like caviar. I mean, it, 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 for me, represents opulence as well. You know, a certain amount of refinery and polished, you know, elements to a person's personality. When you think of caviar, you think you know, like you said, top of the line, best of the best, um, not necessarily even really accessible to everyone, which kind of, there we go. That's, that's it right there. You know what I mean? So that's something (laughs) that people have to reach for essentially. It's like, you know, for somebody to kind of get to that level. Um, I'm allergic to caviar because I'm allergic to fish, but that's, you know, I know. So, well, I have a very bougie allergy. I'm allergic to bone fish, but I'm not allergic to shellfish. I got a a slightly bougie allergy. (laughs) I'm allergic to gluten. <laughs> oh, yeah. See? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. I, yeah. I'm the person who can have, like, oyster and lobster and clam and mussels, but yes. no, I can't have, like, no regular ass, like, well, red snapper and trout and shit like that. <laughs> I can't. Well, at body. least you can kind of dibble and dabble, right? I can. A little bit. Yeah. yeah exactly. Plus, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a cancer, you know, son. I love but- cancers. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are so sensitive. I love it. You know, it's so a trick tender. because um, we are, you know, I am a Cancer Sun and a Sagittarius Moon. So Ooh. there's a definite polar- <laughs> polarity yeah. between the two, you know, the water and the fire, you know, sometimes one leads, sometimes the other follows. But I agree. I mean, yeah, as a Cancer, I definitely know that I'm nurturing and very tender and very receptive to others emotions very you know empathetic you know in that regard i think sometimes What's your rising my rising is scorpio nice i love it okay. yeah water, I'm, a fire, virgo. water. I'm, a, I'm a virgo sun and moon and i'm a sag rising oh nice yeah. okay yeah. okay okay <laughs> earth and fire his wife his my name is caviar you see what it is you're like see there <laughs> it is there that, right <laughs> i like it i love it i love it so do you how do you identify do you identify as queer or what's what's your identification in that area uh, bisexual okay okay and but I, I don't really mm-hmm. i just I'm the, that... i just really love women a lot more though 
<laughs> like I'm a bisexual with a female preference. Is yeah, pretty it. much. <laughs> pretty much. No, I think that's so. Well, when I was listening to your, well, for those who didn't hear the live, there was, you know, Tatiana did a live a couple days ago, and I came in on the tail end of the live where she was kind of asking people to chime in with stories about threesomes and it was interesting because I'd listened to like a couple of the other stories that came on right before yours and they were kind of whack um, overall. One of them just took way too long to get to the point. But when you got on, it was like, here's the facts and here it is. And let me just lay it out for you. And yeah. I remember somebody making a comment that was like, lesbian threesomes are so much more interesting. And in a sense, I think they, they are uh, because I think there's a little more range, you know, when it comes to that. Um, yeah. Threesomes with men can be a little boring, but how yeah, does it's so your... fucking narcissistic it's <laughs> annoying it's right it's like yeah. it's not all about you right. it's not all about you <laughs> right. so we are not here for you per se. <laughs> um does your sexuality or your bisexuality your queerness does that show up in your work in your art in any kind of way i guess it does I, i'm not i've never like been one to run away from like what i am i'm uh I guess that we're in an age now where everything has to be like very clearly stated because there is be becoming more clear to us um, that people are different. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I feel like I'm just a woman. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if I say I, if I say I like women, then I like women. If I say I like men today, then I like them today. Like, like I don't right. feel like I need to over exercise to tell you what I am. Like, mm-hmm. you can just accept me for who I am. Right. Today. Right. You know? I think there's I think there's a certain amount of visibility that exists now, like yeah. in the, the world that we're in now. And also me, maybe even a greater level of acceptance in a sense for like, like you said, people's differences and people's unique presence and the, the way they present and also just the spectrum, I think, of mm-hmm. sexuality is not to but say that you it's, know it's, it's always been that way, but I feel you like know people what? just to talk about it. To answer your question more mm-hmm. in full, I would say that like when I think about it, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I love women, so I talk about women all the time in my songs. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you like <laughs> so you can I... check me out. Yeah, you check out my any of my music. I talk about women a lot. Okay, love women. So, okay, no, that's um, real. That's real. But there, there's different part. I'm a very layered person. You know, okay. I'm I'm a person where you have to peel back the onion. Like I'm not. And there's so many layers to who I am. Like you said, I do a lot of things, but I also am multi-faced. Like who I am in the, you know business world is not who I am in a you know private setting with somebody who I might be dating mm. not even the same person you know mm-hmm. and that's of course we could get deeper into the charts and all that stuff too but like mm-hmm. that's just who I am as a person so I mean our facing I think I think I would say our facing I only talk about women and people will only perceive that I only like women Mm. And, and I'm masculine presenting, even though okay. I'm bisexual. You know what I'm saying? And I'm only mm-hmm. masculine presenting because I look like a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. Like, and I yeah, like I'm a I've, since I've been a kid, I've been a sneakerhead. So I don't. Okay. I had a boyfriend for so many years that I didn't even think about that men would perceive me to only like women because I had yep. a, a boyfriend for so many years, but nobody knew about him because we weren't we didn't go to school together. Okay, you know so. Oh, when we broke up, it was just like I was messing with women. And it was like, wow, this is new liberation that I've been able to have. So I got a mm-hmm. slow start, you know what I mean? But yeah. I got it during college, so. I um, feel like a lot of us got it during college. Yeah. I mean, like, I am more, I guess, feminine presenting. Um, 
but definitely will identify as queer as far as being on the spectrum. But, you know, dated, had boyfriends in high school and boyfriends in college and married a dude, had a baby, got divorced, and then dated women exclusively for the last, like, 15 years. Yeah, it was a whole journey. It's a whole ass journey. I wrote a whole book about it. But, but that's uh, lit. At least yeah, you had a life experience, you know? I did. I really did. You and didn't live the same day over and over. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I think that what's interesting now is, like, having been in, you know, relationships with women for the last almost 15 years now, um, the, you know, I, I recognizing how I present and how it does change people's perceptions. Like I, in a sense can pass for straight, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm more feminine presenting and it's not until I get into like a deeper conversation or a connection with somebody that they're like, Oh, Oh, okay. So I didn't know you like girls. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how it is when we were like, oh, I didn't know you like guys. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And yep. it's just, I don't know. I mean, I think that people, I think that even with the world that we live in right now and how there is what seems to be a greater level of acceptance for people who are more fluid, so to speak, as opposed to being more rigid into like categories of straight or, you know, not straight. I think yeah. that it's becoming a little more like the norm for people to kind of be somewhere on the spectrum under that's what like, i used to say i used to say i'm sexually fluid there okay i think that 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 would be the safest term for me yeah and that wasn't like a thing and i mean keep in mind i'm probably like 10 years older than you i think yeah. um i also look extremely young but that's you know black don't cry uh but when <laughs> yes. i was it's the thing it's yes. just you know we're blessed we don't age but when i was in college i remember like the first girlfriend i had was also she was a basketball player and I remember we was like a little secret society of like queer people who were on our campus. <laughs> That's and, fucking annoying. Oh my God. It was so, it was super annoying because, wow. mm-hmm. it, but I remember it being a big deal mm-hmm. for like she and I to be like visible out quote unquote on campus. And you know, and I wonder how, well, you know, I don't want to ask you how old you are. <laughs> That's yeah. okay. I'm old. But, no, I'm just kidding. I'm 42. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm 28 mm-hmm. and I'll be 29 this year. So for me, that's really real. Like, I feel like growing up, that's even, like, coming out, you know? Yeah. Like, and also why I don't even really say anything to anybody because our experiences, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, look, if, if if the elephant is in the room, it's in the room. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I don't want people to make, you know, assumptions. But I also do dress more masculine presenting, so um, men will leave me the fuck alone. Honestly, mm-hmm. honestly, you know, and a friend and I were talking about that. How like I don't really dress like super girly all the time because I don't like unwarranted attention. Like that's right. I'm good on that. Mm-hmm. Like and sometimes it becomes just a lot for me, and that is just too much for me personally. So I'd yeah. rather just go ahead and look good as shit in these um sweats and, exactly. and be chilling with women, and they love me just <laughs> just like this, and I don't have to uphold any type of persona of who I want to be every single day having to be that same person like if I want exactly. to wear sweats today and look like I'll take your girlfriend I could, and I'll wear a dress tomorrow look like I'll take your boyfriend that's what I do like, <laughs> exactly. I, don't, I don't need all this extra what you think I'm supposed to be or how I'm supposed to be right no I totally agree and I feel like when I first I mean I didn't come out until I was 29 um mm-hmm. And, you know, had, like I said, been married and divorced and had a child and everything. And I came out when I was 29 years old. And I remember 
like trying to find what my quote unquote queer, you know, representation was going to look like and how I was going to present, even though I was always pretty much a tomboy in high school and, Mm -hmm. you know, like to do what like boys did or whatever, whatever that is. And I think that when I first came out, I was like, I got to find like my lesbian uniform. Like what am I supposed (laughs) to wear? Where lesbian do I go uniform. to get a lesbian I gotta uniform? tag you that joint. That gotta be my next caption. Quotations. Quotation, <laughs> lesbian uniform. What does that look like? Because I didn't know. You Wait, know I gotta mean? I gotta write that. That's a bar. <laughs> I gotta I gotta caption that when you post this joint. <laughs> That's a bar. Yeah. I mean, because I was like, I don't know what you know, at the time I was like, well you know, I don't necessarily identify as like a stud or like masculine presenting, but I'm also not like a lipstick lesbian who's wearing, you know, fucking makeup every day and heels and all that shit. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. And I remember going out with one of my friends and going to the store and I was like, well, I guess I got to get these, these guy jeans. And I guess I got to get this, (laughs) this cut off t-shirt or some shit or put a white beater on and I got to put a baseball cap. And I remember dressing like that to go out to the bars or the clubs and feeling so awkward like this isn't really this isn't the right uniform I need to try a different one (laughs) maybe we can tone it back just a little bit and find a different look so it took me a while to kind of figure out what my aesthetic was gonna be and once I did you know it obviously felt more natural but I feel like I went through so many different phases of like what queer was supposed to look like or how it was supposed to be represented so I think it's cool that you know, that people are at a place where they're like, there is so much fluidity there. It doesn't feel as rigid as it used to be at one time. So, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So, I have a question for you. How, if at all, how has social media influenced like the work that you're doing, whether it's your poetry or your acting or your rapping, like how does social media serve you or not serve you in that space? I'm just actually serving me extremely uh, not even about my interactions, but also just like me posting content. Like this gives me, it's giving me the opportunity to actually develop content. You know, um, I've only been rapping for like not even a year. Mm. <laughs> so uh, the the pace that I'm on and what I'm trying to obtain with that is being helped because I had writer's block. I was unemployed the first two months out of the year, and then I went back to work for two weeks. And then the coronavirus happened, you know, mm-hmm. and I could have had I could have had a mentality like, oh, what was me? What is life? And I, I had, I'm used to doing that. But um, this has actually been so much help to me. Mm. So I started actually like working on my music that way. Mm-hmm. So I think for uh, damn, I'm sorry, I forgot your question. I was asking just how is social media serving you? Oh, yeah. As far as- mm-hmm. So. I had writer's block. So I was like, oh, I'm going to start writing poetry. So at least I'm writing something if I can't write any music. Mm-hmm. And I was so used to, uh, I used to write a lot of music in my car. And then recently I had to sell my car. So that was my studio in a sense, mm. you know, that, and that mm-hmm. kind of was taken away from me. So I had to learn to, you know, new habits. And I'm literally kind of not necessarily starting over, but I'm creating a new space for me to be rapping and, and things like that. <clears throat> so I was like, well, maybe I should just do poetry and I'll still be able to post something. Mm-hmm. And, and still be, and then I came up with the idea like, oh, okay, I'm going to actually do like a magazine series. Nice. So at the end of the quarantine, it's actually going to be a magazine. Okay. Um, for, instead of a book of poetry, it'll be a magazine of poetry. Nice. Um, thank you. So that has been helping me with that and seeing how creative I can be 
And then how can I align? How can I bring my week together? How can I bring my multiple talents together? All right, I need to drop a freestyle. I haven't dropped a freestyle in how long? I haven't dropped any music in how long? And then I was like, okay, maybe I need to start putting that type of content. What am I missing? So, I, you know, I might look on the internet. What are people posting? Or how are they moving? Mm-hmm. Okay, this might work for that person. That might not work for me. Mm-hmm. Let's play around with it. Um, so I've been trying. I'm such a multifaceted person that sometimes it's hard for me to get a lot done because I have so much going on in my mind at <laughs> one time. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's been good because this I'm creating my own in-house studio literally within myself. So if I'm able to do everything, I'll be, a, be able to better articulate, whether it be for somebody helping me post via social media or making the music and stuff like that. So social media has been helping me a lot. It's also been helping me when it's like too much going on to put it down and leave it alone. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a good, I think that's a good point, especially when it comes to like, when you're thinking about creating content and you're looking at other people that are kind of in your relatively in your same arena or your same field and kind of looking at like what they're putting out and like you said some of it might vibe with you and some of it might not I do the same thing like I my social media presence isn't like super super impactful I think that over the last like six or seven weeks when I started doing these daily meditations is when I started really seeing like a different kind of connection with people because for me, mm-hmm. social media is like, okay, it's cool. I advertise my shit and post a flyer, da, 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 whatever. But I wasn't really engaging with people on social media like that. I was more just, you know, advertising more so. Yeah, than I anything. definitely listened to one of those meditations before we hopped on this drink. Oh, yay. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yep. I, and that's funny you say that. Yeah, that's essentially what, I, what I'm using it for. And it's great, you know, because I realized that during this particular time, people are looking for something to kind of keep them grounded or get them centered or kind of pull them out of like an anxious mindset or a stressful mindset. And so, so yes, that's so crazy. You say that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cause yesterday, I'm sorry. It's okay. No, no. Yesterday I started reading the alchemist. Oh, great. And um, I was like, I like, I started reading that and I read 80 pages in one sitting. Didn't go to the bathroom. Didn't. <laughs> I was in a spell. I was the alchemist will do that to you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, um, and just even since yesterday, which is probably why my mind is so crazy when I'm talking to you today, you, you're catching it. Super elevated me right now. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, super download. Right. <laughs> 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 It's a trip, isn't it? Yeah, it's a trip. Yeah. I remember it's beautiful. It. It's a beautiful book. I remember reading it and it's one of those that you'll like read and then like five years from now you'll read it again and get something totally different out of it. It's a great yeah. it's a great piece. I think what I like about what's happening right now as far as people being in quarantine and people kind of having to like go inward in a way is that it's for those of us who are creatives, it's really creating a very unique opportunity for us to dive a lot deeper into mm-hmm. our artistry you know into the things that we're passionate about and it's actually given us a chance to pull out probably some of our best work ever because there's less distractions you know in a sense yeah. and we're not going out you know like we used to we're not even really socializing like we used to so it helps to kind of create grit and discipline when it comes to really diving into your creative work because sometimes for me as a creator, like I am a writer and I published a book a couple years ago and mm-hmm. folks are waiting on me to do another one. And I'm like, oh, I'll get to it. But now <laughs> it's kind of like, you ain't got shit else to do. You know? Go ahead and write your book. <laughs> what, yeah. you, you can't go anywhere. So you might as well go ahead and get to it. 
And I think also it's just giving people a chance to kind of be separate from their social circles. And so it's giving people time alone to really think and really be introspective and kind of look into themselves and see like, where do I see opportunities for growth, you know, in my life? Where do I see opportunities for change? So in the time that we've been quarantined was like seven weeks now. What, if anything, is coming up for you that you're like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be different in that particular Ooh, area? <laughs> yes, I'm rapping like, oh, my gosh, I'm about to be on another level like of artistry when it comes to articulating my feelings. <laughs> um, I think I think rapping for sure and just understanding um, the power of like who I am and what I speak into my life mm-hmm. and just habits, like you said, discipline. I think that that's what it's going to show. Like it's going to show in my artistry and the music that I drop. Um, I think it'll also show that that I'm more multi-faced. I think this is giving me opportunity because I have been able to go inward so much Mm -hmm. that I kind of get out of that little shell of that Virgo mind talker, like all these what ifs and actually just be my, let my Sag kind of, you know, live a little. Just go, (laughs) just go. Yeah. Just go for it. And really believe in myself because I understand that I'm capable of good things and great things. And like uh i just been having like this innate feeling of like something amazing is going to happen mm-hmm. in my life and i can't really i, I feel like I, I i think why the alchemist was so crazy for me is because i feel like the boy when he's like chasing the treasure mm-hmm. um and i don't really know what this treasure is at the end because I, i'm still in the middle of that journey so it's, it's so crazy that i stopped reading it yesterday mm-hmm. you know and i think that i put it down for a reason mm-hmm and when you pick it back up, you're going to be like, oh. Yeah, even if it's just in a, even if it's just in a couple of days, because mm-hmm. I maybe you don't need it to download it. And mm-hmm. it's, looking inward um, has been such a great feeling because this is something new for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a changed person, mm-hmm. you know, after this. Like I said, this is, this was a blessing in disguise for me, even though it was so terrible to other people. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's all about perception, you know, yeah. perception creates our reality. And while an experience might be happening that might feel, like you said, terrible or challenging or tumultuous for people, for some, for others that are in the same exact experience, you know, as far as like change in job or change in culture or change in you know, home environment, it's really a matter of how you choose to look at it. Which lens do you want to look at this through? Do you want to look at it through a lens of despair you know or do you want to look at the lens of possibility and I think that the more that we start to shift our perceptions towards the positive and the possible that the more we start to attract those kinds of experiences into our lives yeah yes yeah I I want so badly to like just be like the greatest of all time of everything (laughs) I just want to be like I want to be like the the me of whatever there you go everything is you know yeah and it can happen. It's it's starting. Yeah. It's like it starts in a place where you start to really embrace the fact that, yeah, I can be all that. Yep, like you said, like with your name, yeah. like I am the best of the best, and that's totally okay for me to do that. And I know sometimes when you are in a mindset where you're like, I have so many things I want to do, I have so many ideas, I have so much stuff. Where do I begin? What do I do first? Sometimes it's a matter of just like taking the first step, just pick up the pen and start mm-hmm. writing. 
you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or pick up the book and start reading or put everything down and just breathe or take a nap. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Go for a walk. Sometimes you ain't supposed to do shit. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're legit not supposed to do anything, you know? That's what I did today. I just took a walk today with my dog. I just took a nice long walk with him. Yep. There you go. Sometimes it's like smoke a bowl, roll a blunt, do whatever it is you do. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you just, sometimes you do need to put everything down in order to actually be the most productive. Sometimes being productive has nothing to do with (laughs) with action. It has everything to do with non-action. So, <laughs> hell yeah. Woo! On the next episode of That's Fire. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bar, girl. You got the bars, girl. Well, thank you. Don't forget the lesbian uniform. Oh, you I might won't have forget to that. Title that one. You <laughs> I won't forget that. Title that. Yeah, one. when I go back to edit later, I'll I'll be sure to, to highlight that. Um, okay, so I want to switch gears with you just a little bit. Time for a break, time for a breather. One thing that we often forget to do as we move throughout our lives, throughout our day, is to breathe. So I invite you right now to allow three deep, intentional breaths to enter and exit your body. And by the time you're done, we will be ready to continue. Thank you so much for listening. Um, this mm-hmm. is a section, a portion, I should say, of the podcast that I like to call Complete the Sentence. And the intention here is I'm going to give you some <laughs> sentence prompts. And I'm a fool ass. You I'm can, a clown. You can, that's fine. You can take up as much or as little space as you like. And um, yeah, so the first one is I am happiest when... I am happy. <laughs> no, um, I'm happiest when uh, I can take a deep breath, when mm-hmm. I have a clear mind. Yeah. When you think about yourself, you know, 20, 30 years from now, and it's time for you to get ready to transition out of this life, what do you want to be remembered for? 2030 I, I'm, I'm probably gonna live till oh, I'm like wait, 88 that's right just kidding you're still young okay so we'll yeah, say I'm only, we'll I'm, say I'm only like 30 that's right we'll I ain't say, gonna die till I'm like 88 okay I'm so you, we'll okay, so, okay so 88 we'll give you we'll actually we'll just add on we'll do 98 98 right. you breathe in your last breath and you're like huh, I want my legacy to be I want to be remembered for what does that look like what do you want to be remembered for uh generational wealth hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> generational wealth i mean and love and just uh mm-hmm. personal ability and really just love and joy like just a presence in a room you know like a light in the room yeah like i would love to be remembered that way like a piece of knowledge something you want to hold on to mm-hmm. my friends used to say they want to put me in the pocket Mm. And just know? carry around like a crystal just keep it right <laughs> yeah because I'm, I'm, it's really because i'm teeny tiny but Aww. i am a crystal as well I am a crystal as well. So I yes. love it. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Which is also why I'm masculine presenting because all my clothes are women's clothes, but everybody think they men's clothes because I'm just skinny. Oh, yeah, I'm short. <laughs> so this is in the locks, you know. Oh, okay, so. right, <laughs> right. I just be, but when you meet me, if you ever meet me, you be like. Oh, yeah. I'll meet you one day. Okay. It'll happen. It'll happen. We'll end up in the same yeah. place at the same time. It's I love the internet, help. though, because the internet is just people make up whatever they want to make up about you. Oh, yeah. And you can make up whatever you <laughs> About other people. I got whole or stories about, to say about, about people. Yourself. Or about people yourself. Make... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Exactly. People have no real clue. Be like, oh, yeah, that's my house. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Yeah. It's a background I got off Zoom. No, um, but yeah, I, th- I, say, I say all in all, like, generational wealth and joy. Like, just peace. Mm. Love. You know, like, that's what I want to be remembered for. I love it. I love it. I know I've made an impact when... Um, I know when people come back to me and tell me that I've inspired them to do something great that they're doing and how they're contributing to the world. Mm, that's good. I showed myself love today by. Hmm. I mean, everything I did today, I showed my love. <laughs> I wore gloves when I went outside and a mask. <laughs> okay. Okay. You you follow regulations, good. <laughs> no, yeah, I went on a walk. I took an, I took a walk today, you know, in a time where, you know, it's dangerous to go outside. So like a rebel. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I cooked for myself. I good. smoked a blunt. I feel like I had a great day. I love it. That does sound like a good day. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Is there a word or a phrase that when you hear it and when you say it makes you feel powerful? What is that? I trust God. Mm. Mm-hmm. No like matter what. Yeah. <laughs> and myself and my own thoughts. I think that all in all, like, that's one phrase I would live by. Like, I trust my own intuition. Yeah. And, like... I believe that for me, God is in my intuition. So absolutely, yeah, I trust. I trust that. Absolutely. That's all I have. Absolutely, and and knowing the divinity and the divine wisdom that comes through your intuition, and knowing that it is more intelligent and more accurate than anything that can be said outside of you, is such a powerful tool. You know, it's such a powerful Mm -hmm. thing to know about yourself because the world outside of you will attempt to draw you and sway you in different directions. But to be able to tap into that intuition and say, yeah, that's going to be a no for me Um, (laughs) or for sure. Definitely this, you know what I mean? Or take a pause or whatever that looks like is, um, is super important. So the last thing I like to do before we wrap up and I let you continue with your evening is um, I'm working with this deck of cards. This has so- been so great. Like, oh, you're so I'm welcome. Glad. You're so welcome. I'm so, so Thank I'm so you so much for having it. me. Oh, my mm-hmm. pleasure. My pleasure. So um, I have this Oracle deck that I'm working with called the Oracle of E and mm-hmm. E as in everything. And um, it's a deck of 52 cards. So mm-hmm. I just want you to pick a number between one and 52. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 13 13 okay mm-hmm. all right let's see 13 all right so each of them has a message on them they're super fun and lighthearted. so this message is entangled you would probably call what's about to happen synchronicity or maybe even coincidence au contraire the big truth is you are already connected to everything and everyone quantum physics has its own name for it entanglement The reason it appears that all ducks are lining up on your behalf right now is because you're finally paying attention. Let the games begin. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) 
funny how oh, that happens, shit. huh? Shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's yeah. fucking go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> exactly. Let's fucking go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, this has been so dope. I mean, it's been such a pleasure just like chatting with you and getting to know a little bit more about you. Uh, like I said, you you stood out to me when you were sharing your stories about threesomes. Um, but more so what stood out to me was just your the 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 presence that you command and I got to look at some of your your posts and I got to listen to some of your stuff on SoundCloud and you just have a you have a power within you and you have a very genuine presence about you and I think it's so dope you. you stand oh for God, you better make me cry. love and peace and <laughs> you know you have so much talent you have so much talent and I can't wait to see what manifests, you know, and what comes out of you in the next couple of years, couple of months. And I will be calling you like, hey, girl, remember you did my little podcast back in the day? Um, could you come do it again? Uh, so, Yo, I was just... there about to tell you, like, take my contact, though, for real. Oh, like, yeah. We need to exchange contacts for oh, real. Oh, will, for sure. I'll, yeah. I'll definitely send you info, and I'll be keeping an eye on you from a distance. And This is only know... my second uh, podcast interview, so. Oh, great. Well, I... Yeah. Part of it. <laughs> but technically, this is my first podcast interview socially distant. So oh, okay. it was the first thing within itself. Okay, awesome. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. Well, yeah, we'll keep it up. You know, keep it up. Keep keep creating and keep putting your whole and complete self into everything that you do and sit back and just watch it manifest because it will. You too. Thank Definitely. you. I appreciate the uh, the meditations, though, because oh, I love so those, welcome. even if it's a quick 10 seconds. I've been doing yeah. a lot of that as well. I've been doing a lot of meditating um, and a lot of journaling. So, Oh, that's good. Yeah, thank that's you so good. much. You're so wow. welcome. Wow, let the games begin. Let's let the games go. begin. Let's go. Let's hey, so I got to add a little before I get off of here. You got, oh, please, you know, you can please. have this yep. right now. Okay. Wait, you want me to, you want me to make a drop for you? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> what you, what you want me to say? How you want to Whatever you want to say, whatever, whatever comes out, whatever All you're right. feeling. All right. This your girl, Caviar Sundays. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. With your girl, Keyshawn Reigns. Holla at me. I love it. That's good. Yes. Yes. That's perfect. Right. That's perfect. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, we'll be in touch. You'll be getting a text from me shortly. All right. All right. Have <laughs> a good one. This one's dope as fuck. <laughs> Y'all, this is lit. All right. <laughs> It's time to wrap this up and I just want to say very sincerely thank you. You have your choice of thousands of different podcasts that you could be listening to each day and I appreciate you for choosing this to be one of them. Right now in this moment I see the light, I see the love, the wisdom, the beauty, the prosperity, the creativity and the pure joy that shines within each of you and I bow humbly before your divinity. Namaste.